What's Brewing ATX? I'm Greg Carlson alongside my co-hosts Jonathan Ratcliffe and Ian Grossman. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. We're super pumped for today's topic. Remember, this is your one-stop shop for all things ATX. From tips on the food and beverage scene to developments in the real estate world to interviews with local small businesses and those making a big impact in our community. And of course, we feature a local beer, wine, or spirit each week so you can get a little taste of what Austin has to offer. This week, we'll be interviewing Austin's favorite weatherman, Mr. Nathan Gogo from Chicago. What? And today, we'll be talking about his story and experience as a meteorologist in Austin, Texas. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Five-star ratings, folks. Do you think anyone listens to Google Podcast? Yes. They do? Of course, just like people use Android phones. That's true. Right? Those are aliens. The Uh, green texters. So let us know. Drop a comment below if you have any suggestions on topics or guests that may be perfect for our show. Be sure to stick around for the weekly brew at the end of the episode uh, where we talk about what's about to go down. That's your hint in South Austin. Before we get started with our topic of the day, Let's talk about what we're drinking. Ian, take it away. We've got a nice little smorgasbord today in front of us. Ah. Some ice cold Austin beer works. Yeah. If you it looks delicious. This was actually the first local Austin beer I drank when I moved to Austin. No, no kidding. I think it's probably one of the first ones, at least that I recognized that were from yeah, Austin. One of the most recognizable. They've got a great little logo here. Um, so Austin Beer Works is up in North Austin. It's located right near 183 in Mopac, close mm. to the domain close to where the new soccer stadium is yeah. going to be coming in. Um, they have four core beers. No. So four of their year-round beers are the Peacemaker. No way. You better believe it. The Peacemaker Anytime Ale. Yeah. Fire Eagle IPA. The Flavor Country Hoppy Pale Ale. I haven't tried and that one of the ones we're sipping on today, their Pearl Snap, which is a German-style pills. Oh, my gosh. And, of course... The seasonal, the year round. I don't. I don't understand. I saw they call this a year round seasonal. What mm. the hell does that? It's an oxymoron, is it? <laughs> it? Sounds like an oxymoron. Are they kidding us? It's their Bloodwork Orange IPA. We've been doing a lot of IPAs on the show, so I figured when are oranges grown? Typically, well, mm-hmm. blood oranges at that because they're specific. Yeah, when um, are blood oranges at that grown? I don't know. They must be year-round seasonal. (laughs) 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 Okay. So that's what we're going to be drinking. Um, If you go to Austin Beer Works, they've got a great food truck, Cantina. They've got burgers, tacos, sausages, salads, pretty much all the kind of food you want Mm. when you're drinking. And kind of a cool little thing about Austin Beer Works, they only can their beers. What? No bottles. Why? What does that mean? Well, they think that, well, they say that recycling has a remarkably smaller impact on the earth than recycling. Recycling cans right. has a smaller impact than recycling bottles. Hmm. Also, aluminum. I don't know about that. I don't either. I, I no. need to study more about recycling. I heard that recycle, that it doesn't matter if you recycle or not. 
because it burns just as much as energy. You're one of those. I just heard that somewhere. <laughs> I'm just what? saying. Have you guys, have you guys ever the? been, speaking of recycling. Yeah, let's talk about it. Have you ever been tubing? Like, of course. tubing of down? Of course. Ooh, Ooh nice little that? thunder. I loved it. Oh, the serious clouds are booming. This, this the the meteorologist <laughs> gods. This is have the spoken. wettest day of the year, and we have. Is it really? We have meteorologists. Seems like right, is it? Uh, we I had a, a pretty wet day uh, about earlier in April, but it it just depends on how much more we see. Okay. So as of now, it could be. It tidbit could be. tidbit of what's to come from this wow. man's. <laughs> Knowledge. knowledge base. Well, so tubing. Okay. Tubing. <laughs> if you ever been tubing down the river? Yeah. yeah. You can't, can't take bottles. Can't take bottles. No. So Austin Beer Works, they say, we're only going to make cans so you can take our, our our beer when you go tubing down the river. Mm. Oh. So Hyper-local. Again, hyper-local. And freezing cold staring at us. Let's crack these open. Oh, what yeah. are you guys going to... I'm going to try the... the I got to do the, the yearly seasonal. Me I want, too. Yeah. I want oh, orange juice. Is it pretty much set oh, what the heck happened to this beer can? Oh, dude. What the heck is this? Dude. <laughs> Greg's can just did not. He, All right, first his tab came off, but he couldn't open it. Can you help me, John? There you go. Oh. That's Thank a frat so boy much. right there. All right, what's it taste I like? I never let that happen, but. Tastes good. I like it. It does taste good. Just tastes like an. Orangey. Citrusy, fruity IPA. Mm. Yeah, you nailed it. And it's not very hoppy, which I like. Well, do you, Nathan? Do you often drink beer? Um, I don't drink it all that much, just because, <laughs> <laughs> in general. <laughs> but is this okay that we have you drink? Absolutely, okay. I love a beer. I mean, and as I said, I woke up at about three this morning, so oh, yeah. this is this is <laughs> it's like perfect time. Yeah. This is this is perfect yeah. time for Night a beer. Nightcap. Mm. But no, I, I when I go drink beer, I like to do it at breweries. I like to. Okay. Uh, you know, do it for kind of a reason, not to, to try something new or drink something new. So this is right up my alley. I've been to Austin Beer Works a couple of times, and cool. um, it's a cool place. Yeah. Well, Greg and I met you. Well, we met at a volunteer event, but we All right. hung out at a brewery Cellus, after. right? Cellus, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had them on here before. Good. We had Cellus on, I think it was our first or second show. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Stuff. We should have had them on today again in honor of our guest here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, well let's get emotional. Instead, we'll... Austin Beer Works does All right. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So let's talk. Let's talk to you, Nathan. So okay. yes. Give us give us your background. What's your story, and why did you choose to be a meteorologist? And yep. you can go as deep beyond that as you want, or sure. get right into meteorology. Whatever. Yeah. Let the dogs out of the cage. <laughs> All right. Well, my family back. always tells me that this is always what I wanted to do, and I guess it is. I mean, I, I grew up watching. Always wanting to see what the weather was like. It's just a passion of mine from the very beginning. So when it decided to, when I tried to decide what I was going to study, it just seemed like an obvious choice of my passion. Uh, so I went to school. I went to school at Iowa State, and then my first job was in this incredibly small town called Hastings, Nebraska, and right. that's where it felt like it wasn't even a job. It was like college 2.0 yeah. essentially, you know. Yeah. And uh, I worked there for about a year, kind of. Uh, learned my way, learned how the business worked a little bit, and then moved uh, a year later to Waco. Mm. And I was in Waco, and, and you might think, oh, Waco is a small town, but compared to where I came from, I remember yeah. driving into Waco being like, oh, it's the big city, you know? But that's that's kind of the journey you have to start small in yeah. journal in, in that field. Yeah, I mean, there are rare exceptions where people can. I think there has been a couple people who have started in Austin, but, I mean, those are 
you know, maybe an intern moved up in some yep. fortunate incident or, or whatnot. But yeah, typically the path is you start small and you make your mistakes there because if I made some of the mistakes that I made then, now, it would be a much bigger deal. You what know kind what of mistakes? Well, like losing focus and giggling the entire show. I've done that a couple of times. Because is that like frowned upon? I mean, I think that's like, it brings like life to the... Yeah, well... To an extent, I imagine. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, to a certain extent. Like laughing, I think, is completely acceptable. I mean, but when you're... When you, you are so inexperienced, I felt at that point where you were just laughing at something that wasn't really funny to people sure, and yeah. I just was being kind of immature. You know, you're immature at that young age. So um, mm. just little things like that that you probably wouldn't want to have made those mistakes in a place that, you know, is, is a little bit more respected. So Hastings is right out of college. You're 22, 23. So you say, how young were you when you were first in the camera? 22, like, yeah. I was wow. out of college, 22. Um, and... I think I, I graduated in May and started in June, so it was pretty wow. much. Dang. Right, did it right come? After. Did it come naturally? Were they just like, "Hey, we're gonna throw you on the show"? Like, how, how did that? So when I was in college, I spent those several years, you know, actually kind of prepping, prepping yeah. and um, practice, practicing. Yeah. So yeah. by the time I was in, what's funny is if. I don't want to encourage anyone to do this, but if you go on YouTube, you can see some of my old clips, and I can't even watch them. Like, I, I am too embarrassed to, but... YouTube, I'm going to Right? Yeah. Actually, some of my co college stuff is in there. But, so, at the time, you know, I was... It wasn't like I, I had never done it before, right? Um, but, you know, as you continue to practice and, and, and get older and just age, you, you become more seasoned and... and essentially your goal or most people's goal is to move up and go to a place they want to be at like like austin you know yeah yeah mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. very cool that's awesome so what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on air oh man well I, it probably is that time <laughs> that um oh boy we had it was it was prom night and most of our camera people are actually all of our camera people this was back in nebraska uh, this is the first one that comes to mind anyway, were in high school, you know, I mean, it was a small station, so, and so we were about 10 minutes to the show, the start of the show, when we realized we had no camera people, like, everyone was at prom, or graduation, oh or whatever God. it was, wow. I think it was prom, no. and, and you're getting ready to, to, to air the show. Yeah, so we're like, in the, it was a weekend show, it was a Sunday, which Sunday nights are actually the most watched shows, typically, because people, you know, Sunday nights, 10 o'clock, people yeah. are just getting home, and trying to see what's happened the past week or whatever. So, um, Prom night was on Sunday night? Or, I think so. Or Yeah, it, it was a Sunday night. Maybe it was graduation. I don't know. That's how it goes in Hastings. Maybe, they just want to keep the, the, the Jesus in the prom? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Okay? I'm not sure. Maybe it was graduation. It was, for whatever reason, no one in, in high, everyone in high school was there. So uh, we ended up um, having the show, and... On the weekends, we have a skeleton crew. Like, there's no one really there. There's the anchors, the weather person, the camera people, usually, and then um, no one else, really. People think there's a lot of stuff going on, but, like, there's no one really there. The only person we had was this reporter. Her name's Kelly, and we're still great friends. She lives in North Carolina now, but she, um, she decided, like, you're our only option. You have to run cameras, which she has never done before. She has no idea what she's doing. <sighs> And so Kelly. when it came down to me doing weather, she tried to set up the shot to have um, <laughs> to have me do it. And when I walked on air, like you could only see like 
the top of my chest <laughs> and my my face. <laughs> what? Like clearly something had gone wrong, and so I'm just sitting there laughing the entire time and on, on air, and I can't get it together. And every time I try to, like I just start bursting out laughing again. So I was very embarrassed. Um, I mean, I think people. People thought it was hilarious and also thought it was really annoying. I remember we got a lot of phone calls. People think they saying, "I thought I was watching Saturday Night Live." You know, like oh, it was just like a joke or funny. Ugh. But then we also got phone calls of people being like, "This guy should be fired." Yeah. You know, he's awful. Like, oh. get it luckily, together. You know? Luckily, this wasn't in the days of Twitter and right when it was that big. You know, right? Twitter. Which maybe it would have been better that way. Yeah, you, know? you could have gotten your, your big moment. Right. Had, had a little bit so what, what were the I mean obviously they couldn't get mad at you for having yeah. terrible camera work and causing that but what was the repercussions of that or were there any you know I at first when we got when the phone call started rolling in the first couple were really funny and positive people mm. were like that was great you know yeah so we were like oh we're good all right uh, we, because we were really nervous and then like the next couple were like really angry so um, the next day, I think our, our GM, our general manager, came in, um, and apparently, like some of our salespeople, or um, not salespeople, some of our clients or customers that run ads on our show, yeah. complained. And so um, our GM was like very upset about it because it's all about you know it's a lot about money. So when they are upset, he's going to be upset. So I was a little afraid after that, like you know. But it, it was a learning experience, and I and I think moving forward. Things happen that are really funny, and sometimes they happen off air where no one really understands. It's an inside joke or something, and yeah. you just kind of have to learn, especially in serious moments. I think this is why I could never be a news anchor, because at least as a weather person, you can kind of get maybe cut more slack, because you're supposed to be kind of funny and personable anyway. Yeah. So laughing and saying, yeah, it's whatever, unless it's like really bad weather. Yeah. Obviously, you wouldn't be doing it then, <laughs> but news anchors. <laughs> Tornado! <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> But news anchors, like, you're reading these horrible <laughs> stories about yeah. murder and whatnot, and, it, you know, if something really funny happens outside that has nothing to do with that, That's you true. really have to, like, know how to be mature enough to keep it together. So I don't think I could ever be a news anchor for that <laughs> no. reason because I, I get the giggle sometimes, and it's hard oh, for me to I'm get it. I'm the worst. Yeah. We had an instance last week where I lost it. He lost it. Greg was able to hold it. You're good at it. Yeah, military bearing. Yeah, military. <laughs> he was able to straight face with the two of us. I can't even remember what it was. Once he starts laughing, though, it's yeah. all over. Well, he I, doesn't stop. Has, has, do they ever, like in the movies, you know, Anchorman, where they, or uh, Bruce Almighty is what comes to mind, where they mess yeah. with the, the wording and the prompter? Oh, is yeah. Is that real? Uh, I mean, I, it can happen because sometimes our anchors will admit, maybe you know, not to their producers, but will admit that they're going in this show cold. They have not read any of their scripts. Oh and so when they're reading it, I mean, oh. there could be a word that's off, or, you know, <laughs> or like it couldn't, it could be even something that's unintentional. You know, it could sometimes words that aren't good sound or seem or, or come close to words that are, you know, so, uh, <laughs> I mean, it can happen. I mean, I've, I've, I've witnessed a couple like slip ups like that and I just start laughing like, oh, Caught that. Yeah. You know, whatever. And most people, you know, I think of a time one of our reporters was like really, we, she was out in the cold. Um, it was like a really cold day. It was icy. This was in Austin. And um, the anchors were, were tossing it out to her for a live shot. And she couldn't hear anything. We have an IFB in her ear. 
And sometimes it'll happen where you know you're about to go on air, but you lose connection or something, yeah. and you get really nervous because you're like, I think they're coming. I don't know when I'm on air, you know? And so she was, um, she like said a bad word, like an ex. Explicit like word. word. Was it the F one? Um, it's the SH word, right? No. And so it shucks. was clear as day. Exactly. Shit. Shucks. Um, it was we, we cuss on the show. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah. yeah. She said shit. Yeah, That's okay. Straight. There you go. That's fine. I don't know. Another word for poop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, she said that, and it was clear as day, and our anchors were like, uh, so I came back to them and we were like we were apologized and we were really nervous how people would take it but in that scenario literally we got so much feedback of people thinking it was the funniest thing ever that they loved it they didn't want her to be fired and <laughs> yeah. so, so it was fine yeah. because because I think people related to her being out in the cold like it's awful it was like 20 sure. degrees wind chill worse, yeah so I think they were like that pretty much sums up the weather right there you know yeah. thanks for being realistic yeah. Yeah. So, what's you've kind of touched on a little bit, but what's the process then of like when you go in that day? What are we talking about? You know, is it is it something that you discuss with the producers and the crew yeah. in the background, and then you go up and you read from a prop, prompter? How's that? So, for meteorologists, we don't have a prompter. Like everything we say is completely no. ad lib, um, and so. What? There's times when really impressive, and you're like pointing to exactly the isn't yeah. it a green screen? Yeah, it takes a lot of practice because the green screen's also backwards from what you would think. Like you're going this way, but on the screen it's going the other way. So people, it's it's just a practice thing, and that's why going to school and like doing it hundreds of times is so important. Yeah, because when you get up there, it's not what you would like yeah. anticipate. Um, so yeah, I mean it's tough. Like you're not only trying to relay uh, accurate information, especially oh. during severe weather, but you're completely ad lib. And you're also trying to relay their cues. You know, they're telling you to rap or toss or who to toss to. And What's so there's toss? a lot of, sorry, toss like to someone else or toss to break or do something. They're trying to talk in your ear because you have an eye, you know, something mm. where the producer can talk to you. Mm. But back to your question, like what we do on a day, um, it kind of depends on the weather. Like today was a very busy day. I worked this morning and 3 you were up. I was up at 3 a.m. Wow. I was in at 3.30. The show starts at 4.30 in the morning. Oh my gosh. So the, the, the morning show starts at 4.30. Yeah. It goes until 7. And then from 7 to 9, we have Good Morning America because we're an ABC station. So we have like five or six cut-ins, which I had to do all of them, plus like extra cut-ins because of severe weather. Some of those are, are recorded, right? Like they usually are. record them once and then they'll... Yes. Okay. They usually are. Like on there, some of them are live, but there are a few that are usually recorded. And on most days, they are. But today, when there's active weather, they're all live. Just because you wouldn't want to show outdated information where it's like, well, this happened 20 minutes ago, when clearly it's exactly. not raining where I'm saying it's raining, right? So, yeah. um, so it's a very busy day. I mean, today I was in again at 3:30, and I wasn't out the door until one o'clock. And through that time period I was doing live hit after live hit or now we have so much more presence on digital they're pushing for Facebook lives Instagram lives what we're on right now right yeah. uh, Twitter you know blogging uh, their website I mean it's just like all day you're you're trying to because weather is the number one source for um, is the number one thing for for news stations that's yeah. their number one Money maker, their content. So when they have active weather, they want everything from you. So okay. they're going to you, and you're the only one in the in the building that can kind of give them the information they want. You know, reliable. How many meteorologists are at KVU? We have four. 
for? Well, one just left, but typically we're hiring another. So if you're interested, yeah. like, go sign <laughs> I mean, up. This, this weather is exciting me today. Hey, yeah. The thunder. What's more excited? exciting to you, thunder or lightning? In which way? Oh, like between thunder and lightning? Yeah. Um, lightning, I mean, for sure. Because it's, it's, it's more unpredictable. Like thunder, you know, is coming after you crazy. see lightning. But lightning, you don't know when it's That's coming. That's true. Oh. Very insightful. That, that was that was very polite. Like <laughs> so do you do you have to study this weather yourself as the meteorologist, or is there someone else in the background doing most of that work and you're kind of relaying it? Uh, we're doing all of it. Like we're we're forecasting. We are. There's no one. There's no other person that's doing the work. Yeah. Is um, there like software for this? What, what yeah. So, so we have we well, have. Sure. I guess uh, so. Those are great questions. Yeah. We have this thing called uh, WSI TrueView Max. It's like a essentially any um, news station that does weather has it I mean I think that's like the main one but it's weather software that updates a lot of a lot of the uh, the data is updated simultaneously like every hour through our um, you know many cities have um, like in Austin at Camp Mabry that's where we get our official readings okay. so every hour the temperature is taken actually probably like every 10 minutes okay. and so those numbers are all updated on the on the on there, I don't have to like manually update all the temperatures, but I do have to build a show, and then like, you know, there, there's certainly some things that you would have to learn how to do. It's, yeah. it's, it's tough, like starting out. Yeah. I, I could see that. Um, cool. That's yeah. that's a different. I've I've just I've always thought about like who's coming up with this in the background. You right. some of the, Well, for the, the big, fact that it's all ad lib, it's like yeah. you better be on your game every day. How many days a week do you go to the office? Five. The like a normal. What what would you call it? Station studio or the office? Station. Oh, the studio. Where is KVU? It's <laughs> one eighty three uh, near Austin Beer Works. Actually, it's oh. uh, Steck in Mopac. Oh, okay. Off off just off of Mopac. Cool. Um, oh. it's right across from First Texas Honda. There's a shout out, but it's right across <laughs> from them. Go buy nice. your Honda today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> All right. What is the most fun part of your job? Uh, Oh, there's fun parts? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I would say, you know, I, I like the interacting with people thing. I mean, that's something that, as much as social media can be sometimes kind of like an extra thing we have to do, in many respects, it's really enjoyable because when I go to work every day, um, I think the hardest part of my job sometimes is going through a week and you're talking to a lot of people every day, but people don't realize you're talking to a camera. I'm talking to a camera. Yeah. So I don't actually see anyone that I'm talking to. So it can get kind of, not lonely, but a sense of, am I making a difference? See, yeah, because you're talking to a camera, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's very impersonal. You're so. like Tom Hanks on Castaway. You're just talking <laughs> right. to no one. <laughs> that sounds no like one. the most depressing part Wilson. of the job. What about the most fun part? No, okay, so I was getting to that. So, so the best part of the job is... is <laughs> Is that when I interact with people and like on social media, and they'll and they'll say, you know, the they'll say something that I've said that they like, or they just are trying. They they feel like they know me, and yeah. that's like that makes me feel like the whole part of me being here is being a part of the community. Yeah. And that was the reason why I like doing what I'm doing. I feel like in some ways I am part of the community and I'm making an impact. So. I mean, don't we all at some point want to feel like we're making an impact? That's why Absolutely. we do what we do. So It's yeah. all coming together now because we met at an event called Community Bucket. Yeah. That we're we met volunteering. That C-Word's really uh, showing its no. face. There you go. Oh, I thought oh, you guys oh didn't gosh. meet there, right? No. <laughs> okay, we've no, but us, 
Yeah, we did. Busted. Yeah. <laughs> John couldn't make it because he was too busy schmoozing his girlfriend or something that hey, day. Who knows? <laughs> I tried to make the second one, but we got rained out. Our Has meteorologist it? didn't give us the best update or something. Has anyone ever, like, lashed out at you, like, what the hell? I, I had a soccer game today. You told me it was going to be sunny. <laughs> Sit yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we get – well, you know, on Facebook – People are a lot more likely to be themselves and to say what... Because they don't think I'm going to read it or something. Yeah. Because oh. I'll get emails or, or whatever, and people, I think, don't realize that, like, I read them, you know? Sure. And so it's not until, like, I reply back, and I'll usually reply back with, like, kindness, because yeah. kill them with kindness, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That they realize, like, oh, my God, he actually read it. I, I feel horrible. Yeah. I'm going to respond. So, like, 99% of the time, anyone who, like, emails or says a nasty comment, which doesn't happen as much, like more positive than negative but yeah. the negative ones like they'll respond back and clearly they feel they feel bad about Good. what they said so um I, we do get them but uh i think it's mainly because they, they honestly don't think we'll read them but i don't know why they would write them it doesn't make right. sense but yeah it's all the power behind your computer right you know, it's like they're getting the out anger but they don't want to actually hurt someone maybe i don't know <laughs> so we've talked about the fun part what's the most challenging part of the job most challenging i would say schedule i mean as i said i woke up at three this morning uh it's it's hard to um you know the morning show if you're you're consistently on that i mean it's it's friday night saturday night you're tired at 10 11 o'clock you got to take naps it's it's the scheduling can be very tough because if you think about our job we're we are we are trying to uh, be as convenient to our viewers who are typically home when we are on you know, on air, right? So morning right. and late night. Right, exactly. Later, so yeah. our, our biggest shows are early in the morning and then our 10 o'clock show. Our, those are like our big money makers. I mean, that's what our uh, our industry cares about the most. Okay. That's where we make our money. Well, I feel like you've just, been on, you do nights too. Yeah, I, I do just about everything. But I, because I'm filling in on mornings because our morning person left. So I'm typically weekend evenings, but I do a lot of fill-in during the week. So my schedule can be kind of, crazy a little bit so like friday night example this is a perfect example this friday night i did the uh five six and ten o'clock shows and then i had to turn around and do the morning at oh. like the next morning at which started at seven so i had to be in at like five something That's brutal you know that doesn't happen very often but it does happen so your your Whoa. schedule is always it's just changing constantly throughout the week yeah not all meteorologists are like that there's like our morning or evening are pretty consistent um but even for them i mean even if it's consistent one of them's waking up at three in the morning i'm doing it now because i'm I'm, we're kind of figuring out what we want to do with our meteorologist but uh one of them's waking up at three o'clock in the morning and then the other one's coming in at like 2 30 and doesn't get off until like 11 right so either way you do it the schedule's not nine to five most of them are yeah gotcha are there, right. any, yeah. are there any ABC shows that lead to that that precede the like the ten o'clock news that lead to better ratings than others? That's a great question, and yeah, that that's those are what we call lead-ins. Uh-huh. So we want good lead-ins. Typically, okay. if you have a really good lead-in, or like Saturday Night Live on Saturday nights, typically NBC does better because people are turning in to watch Saturday Night Live Saturday yeah. night, hmm. and so or the Olympics are on NBC. Like these are or the you know when the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl is a perfect example of a lead-in. Like that's when they're everyone's TV's on that. Yes, channel. and people are, you know, if it's on CBS, the CBS station, I guarantee at ten o'clock or whenever their show is after the Super Bowl, will be doing a lot more than a normal Sunday night would. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
because they know that hundreds of thousands of people will be watching, whether they're actually watching passively, or yeah, passively sure. watching. Yeah. They're trying to gain something from that. Huh. Cool. Interesting. So for fun, what, what do you do for fun in Austin? Like hobbies, places to go. Who is Nathan Gogo? <laughs> I wow. hold on. Side note: Before yeah. you do that, I'm opening the second can. Perfect. Pearl Snap. I, I've hardly. Have you guys finished? Sorry, I'm a slow drinker, oh, notoriously. I got a workout. It's fine. Later. You guys. Yeah. I'm focusing. I, I also have a workout after this. Do but, you? Uh, this looks. You're good. getting ready. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Drink at your own pace. Continue, yeah. sir. Um, no pressure. Well, I uh, I do like to exercise. Speaking of, I mean that's a big thing. I, I try to like go for. I like to run. But I, I like to go to the gym, and I've been kind of slacking lately, so the schedule's probably not helping me out too much, because when I get home, I'm tired, you know, but... Uh, what gym do you go to? Um, Planet Fitness. Planet Fitness. Yeah. That's a good one. Is it? Sure. It's, it's, it's just job, down the road, right? They have what you yeah. need. You know exactly. why, why it's a good one? It's because you do it consistently. That's why it's a good go. one. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, Planet Fitness. Okay, so what else do I do? I, I mean, I like going out and hanging out with friends. Uh, I do that, I mean... ATX is always having new things pop up. That's yep. why I love living here. There's always new things to do. Um, I love this time of year. I, you know, I, I, I'm out on the water sometimes. I've paddleboarded. Like just kind of typical Austin, Austin things. I try to enjoy doing. And when oh. you're when you're out, or do people? Are, hey, I know you. I recognize you. <laughs> you get that often. So it, it does happen. I will say. It kind of depends on where exactly I am. You know, if I'm on 6th Street, which I'm never really on 6th Street, but, like, that's not probably going to happen. One, because most of them don't live here. Two, because I don't think there's many 18-year-olds watching, you know. Sure. But if I'm at a grocery store in Round Rock, it's much more likely to happen <laughs> because there's middle-aged women, typically. Yeah. That's the clientele at H-E-B there. Okay. Um, and so it kind of oh. just depends on where I'm at. And um, But downtown, no, I mean, I don't. I, it no. doesn't happen very often, but it does happen. You kind of have this like secret recipe for fame a little bit. You know, you're not like uber famous where it's like I can't even be out and be, you know, it's uncomfortable. But you also get recognized, and it's like, oh, cool, yeah, right? They knew who I am. Well, actually, I don't. <laughs> I don't like getting recognized there very much downtown because then it's like, ah, I can't let loose and have a good time because. Stacy's watching me over yes. here. You know? All it takes is <laughs> all it takes is Stacy to pull out her phone. Yeah, exactly. Take a little video. Well, like, can you imagine the, the Uber famous then? Like I know, I, I I I've gotten a very little taste of it to know that um, it is not as. I mean, it's it's. I can see it getting old very quickly. Let me just sure. say that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of H E B, what's your favorite restaurant to eat at? Okay, so I love this is gonna be a great shout out. La Mancha. I love Tex Mex. Oh La Mancha is on yeah. right off Burnett Burn and uh, Hancock, right off forty fifth. My favorite I used to live right next to it, so I would go over very often and I love it. Margaritas, happy hour, three bucks and two of them. No way. Two of them is two enough. And, and then uh, I love Thai food, so oh, yes. um, I live near Madame Mams, and mm, I'll go there very place? often. Mm -hmm. The one down south? No, I go to the one up in Anderson. Okay. Yeah, on Anderson. Have you ever been to Thai Fresh? Yes. So I just actually went there for the first time about a month ago. It was really good. I've never been to Sway, but I've had some of their food, and oh, I want to do that at some point. Sway is good, and it's just a good ambiance yeah. overall. Yeah. Be careful. The spicy, was. It, I guess the curry or something they have is... 
freaking spicy. Is it really? Yes. Well, I think they have a location now. I live right near the domain, so they have everything. Oh yeah, they right. Have a domain and location. I, I think Sway. I think Sway's up there. I it could is. be wrong. Is it? Okay. I just put it there. Oh, did it? Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Any restaurant that you like, pretty much is opening at the domain now. Yeah. I mean, the Grove just opened there. Um, oh. Pete, Pete Terry's. Uh, what, is, what is it called? <laughs> Pete Terry's. I, I, I mean, I love Pete Terry's. Hey, that's a good go-to. Uh, yeah. What's the steakhouse? Perry's? Oh, Perry's. Perry's. Right. They have a Perry's? Over well, there. it's about to open. And then there's another one. So um, oh, uh, goodness. What's I like the... Um, what's that one down... Down, it's like the fresh eat fresh. It's like fresh food, true food oh, oh, kitchen. True, true yeah, food. so that's true coming food's out. really good. Yeah, I actually had that yesterday for lunch. There's it's a lot of was good. Was Flower Child at in downtown before it was in the domain? Mm-hmm. Or was it domain first? I think domain was first. All right, I Just think. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. because domain that whole stretch first. is really new. Rock downtown. the whole Rock Road. Well, oh yeah, um, over there downtown. Right. But mm-hmm. on Rock Rose, it's like any place that was downtown is opening. Right up there. Any of like the more, I guess. Yeah, that type of yeah. The trendier spot. Exactly. Cool. So, your I'm meteorologist. Sorry, you're hungry. Go ahead. You want Thai food now? Yeah. <laughs> your meteorologist obviously got a lot of eyes on you. What do you wish that people knew about meteorologists? Meteorologists oh. in general, or about reporters on TV that mm. they don't already know? Gosh, that's a good question. Well. Um, I think sometimes people have this idea that like, it's it's funny to me that people think oh they see you on TV. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people have this. I think most not to say normal people, but I think most people have an idea like we're not you know living in a mansion off of. But people think like we're making a crap ton of money, you know, yeah. doing and like we're wrong. I think the frustrating thing with weather is people think because it something didn't happen exactly the time in their neighborhood that it didn't happen at all you know what i'm saying yeah so like a storm let's say we forecasted a chance for severe weather and a tornado hit like a small town somewhere well if it didn't happen at their place it didn't happen you know and so they get upset that like we were wrong but it's like no we weren't wrong it just didn't hit your home you know what i mean so that's frustrating is like you feel like no matter how accurate you are you're not going to be accurate for, for Every, everyone. Right. And and also, there is so many sources for weather nowadays, apps that are very vague and inaccurate, that I think we all just get coupled into the same, like, yeah. oh, they're always wrong. No. Uh, you Talk about your app. Your app's always wrong, yeah. but uh, mm. we're a lot more accurate. So it's it's hard to distinguish yourself. We just, I kind of get grouped in, I feel like, with every type of weather source that is existing in today's thousands options you know sure i feel like the the weather app on the apple iphone is pretty vague but yeah how would you compare to that to what you do like well so uh, i'm not exactly sure how those apps work i know they're they're, there's not you know some people will get uh, alerts being like it's gonna rain in 10 minutes or 12 minutes you know and i mean there's no way no one's typing that to you it's all data driven and Mm. artificial yeah but a lot of that's not very accurate it's just maybe someday it will be but today like i mean i have those apps on my phone just because i like to like kind of laugh at them um (laughs) and just to see like how inaccurate they are be like it'll be like it'll rain in eight minutes and i'll look at myself and be like it's not gonna rain in eight minutes where i am you know but they what was your question i guess no just like how do you how would you <laughs> are you drunk yes man <laughs> I'm, I'm just half a beer and i'm i'm ready to can you drive me home by the way yeah. <laughs> it's not a long drive I love that. Oh, yeah. 
So no, the, just just <laughs> comparison. Like, are they really super inaccurate? Or because I mean, it, for the most part, you know, it, yeah. it's going to rain or shine that day. It, it comes through. But right. you know, the thirty percent over the ninety percent. Right. I don't know. Okay, so are they accurate? Flustered. I think, like, for this weekend, this is a perfect example. This weekend, it's going to be eighty-five around for high temperatures. It's going to be sunny. Any app can predict that. Yeah. It's accurate. It's fine. You know, your app's going to be... But, like, days like today, in terms of, you know, you're right, percentages, and, and I actually hate using percentages because they're so vague and they don't really tell you anything. And so I think um, there is a lot of value if you do have a source where you actually can talk to a meteorologist where they can tell you, time frame they're not going to be able to tell no one can tell you okay at 3 4 47 it's going to rain in your neighborhood and yeah. it's going to be this but they can at least give you a better picture as to what to expect how scattered the rain will be how widespread if it's going to be a washout they can give you more context mm. on your more specific plans and less about like yeah it's a 40 percent chance of rain because what the heck does that mean what you know what i mean so do your friends hit you up like nathan yeah but in the worst part is and they don't do this purposely but no one's going to hit me up on Saturday when it's 85 degrees and sunny and I'm not doing anything because I don't have to work that's why I have to work but it's like it's easy you know no they're going to contact me when I'm at my busiest (laughs) when I don't have time to talk to them you know which is understandable because of course that's when they care right because it's busy but that's when I'm busy so yeah so a lot of times people will ask like hey it's raining like or storming when is it going to clear up and I, I do like answer hmm. as much as I can. So I'm, I'm oh. gonna start reaching out to you now. There you go. <laughs> I got another. <laughs> but I do think people sometimes feel bad. I don't like. I think it's fine. Like if I knew a meteorologist, I'd do the same thing. So yeah. if I wasn't. Hey, one. speaking of reaching out, how do we find you on Instagram? Oh, there we go. Nice plug. Uh, you can find me at Nathan Gogo, my last name, which is real, by the way. G O G O. Um, so wow. just Nathan.gogo. And you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Wow. You're never a go-go dancer? Never a go-go dancer. <laughs> I, I mean, I go feel like I'd be on. a perfect fit. Like, I don't even have to be good. Like, your last name's go-go. You got to go-go the go-go. Um, so we did some searching. Okay. Oh, boy. And we found yeah, that we you're a yeah. checkers player? Yes. Or, well, I was. A championship checkers player? Yeah. That? Is that true? Tell us about that. So, as you can tell, when I was a kid, I had a lot of friends. Um, no, but when I was when I was younger, I, I used to play um, video games a lot. And I used mm. to play board games, mainly checkers. Uh, my dad played chess a lot. And so, when I was, like, five or six, <laughs> why is it so funny? What the heck? What My dad played chess. <laughs> And how is that okay, funny? Bro. When he starts laughing, dude, he loses it. I have even no idea why he's laughing. Oh, dude. What in the la- Oh, my God, dude. Why are you laughing? Did you just throw off your beard. <laughs> Choked on oh. oh. I was laughing at the way you were like, obviously I had a lot of friends. Oh. <laughs> but I wasn't. You didn't make the connection at the time. <laughs> His face is so red right then, now. You can't see it. But no, and then I started choking on my beer. <laughs> and I started gagging. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, when I said it, obviously I have a lot of friends. I was being sarcastic because not <laughs> pe- people who play checkers a lot don't probably have a lot of friends. But. <laughs> Tell me, when he loses it, okay. it's all over. It's Talk totally about immature. No. You said you're immature. Mm. I'm like a 
Kindergartner. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. So your dad played games. He, well, he played chess, and I didn't like chess for some reason. So I, um, it was like online. I think we were on MSN or something when they back when they had oh, like yeah. Yeah. Ch- like games you can play online. Pool with was people. good. Oh yeah, they had pool, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. Chess. Yeah. So anyway, go back. I uh, I started playing checkers and I loved it. I started playing a lot and like a lot, a lot. So over time, when you start at a young age, anything like it just becomes more natural. I feel like you Mm. know. So I started playing not only checkers, but there's a lot of different forms of it. There's draughts, which is more like um, it's a slightly different rules, um, and it's like a European game, but it's like it's similar. So if you're good at one, you're going to be probably good at the other. So I used to just play these all the time and so when I was about I think 11 um, (laughs) I was really nervous I remember I was sitting there and there was a tournament that was supposed to be played in Iowa right it was the Iowa State tournament at the Iowa State Fair which is just a stone's throw away from Chicago Chicago. it's like five hours away and of course I went to Iowa State which that doesn't matter that was a long time later Um, but I asked my mom I was like hey mom can we go to this checkers tournament because i really want to play and i mean like my mom was supportive i mean this if this is what he wants to do like then go for it at least he's not like doing something bad you know so she was supportive and she took me and um i think she was probably really bored but i uh i ended up placing i think fifth or something and then i but i didn't um and then i went to uh, a tournament in indiana and um, I think I placed, I don't know what I placed, but then I think the third tournament I went to was the Illinois State Tournament, and I'm from Illinois, so, right, you know, I live there. So uh, then that's when I, I won the Illinois State Championship, and I was like 12 at the time, which I think I was the youngest state champion, like, ever in the sport. Because wow, most crazy. of the people were, like, middle-aged, you know, or, or older. So, so you were beating older dudes. Yeah, I remember showing up to this tournament in Indiana with my dad. And this was, like, the second time. After that tournament, I think the word got around, like, oh, this kid actually knows what he's doing. But at that point, like, no one knew who I was. So they had, like, different leagues. They have masters, majors, and uh, minors. And so I was – you can, I guess, enter anyone you want, right? And I was very adamant about being in the masters. And they were like, this 11-year-old kid, like, you shouldn't be in masters. You know what I mean? But I was – adamant that I wanted to so then they were like okay whatever so I I ended up being matched up with this guy who is like really good um first round and I beat them both games and I remember they were like shocked I mean like the people in the room just this 11 year old kid is like kicking this guy's butt who's been playing checkers for 30 years you know what I mean do they like put it up on a big screen or something or how do people watch they mostly just like they gather around, okay. um, so there'll be like maybe five or ten people gathered around, and I'm sure there were. I don't remember it, but they were probably <laughs> I was like, picturing like a hundred people watching you. Like, like I mean, there's in the in the room. There's probably like oh, there are. You know, there okay. are, but like I don't think there. But there's a bunch of games going on at once. Yeah, there's like everyone's doing their own games, okay. kind of yeah. thing. I mean, there are bystanders, but most people are actually playing okay. because everyone's playing at the same time. Yep. So I think wow. at, when you're done with the game, people are like, oh wow, you you know. But then I stopped after I was, like, 16 because I, you know, did other things. You're you got, you got tired of kicking butt, man. I wanted to make friends, right? Yeah. So. yeah. It's so crazy. I'm not even going to lie. I, I never looked at checkers as, like, 
a strategic game that you go to tournaments for. I thought it was just like a bar, have fun kind of thing. Yeah, I didn't know there's actually strategy to it. No, there is a lot. Well, and and the make it even more strategic um, tournaments. They have these we call them three move, and so the first three moves are chosen for you, so that like it makes it even more okay. like more uh, strategic. But anyway, mm. um, I it's not a strategic strategic as like chess would be. I mean chess is like a lot more complicated, but no, you would be surprised at how how much strategy goes into checkers. Wow. Interesting. What? It's wild. Isn't it crazy? Is it time to cool? Um so yes, some of them are. Um some of them aren't. But yeah, yes and no. It just kinda depends on what tournament you're at. Mm. Mm. Is the is the term weatherman offensive? No. Well not to me, but I know that some women find weather woman or weather girl offensive, mainly because I think it just is kind of like seems like degrading. Yeah. Like because they're a meteorologist. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's really double standard. I don't care about weather man. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just like. Um, hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't want to be called a weather boy. <laughs> yeah, weather boy would be like the weather boy. Yeah, no. So I get the, like why weather girl would be the same. Yeah. But weather woman, I, weather man, I think that's. I, I, I like weather care. lady. Weather lot. lady? Yeah, that sounds nice. Like or, yeah, I think that's fine. Lady. Weather guy? Yeah. I think that's fine. Yeah. Weather gentleman. Do you have any weathermen or meteorologists <laughs> or mentors oh, that you yeah. look up to? Yeah, like I interned um, at a couple places in Chicago. Amy Freeze is someone who really inspired me. She's an, Her last name is Freeze. Her last, that's her <laughs> real name, right? Come on. Amy Freeze, yeah. And uh, she works in New York, And but at the time she worked in Chicago and she was like someone who I really looked up to. I remember in high school, again, this goes back to me having a lot of friends, clearly, <laughs> uh, but I would like <laughs> stay up and watch like the weather a lot. <laughs> <laughs> You really painted a picture of my my childhood here, but well, you were exhausted from all the checkers. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, See, checkers are weather. That's it. That's his life. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, I would watch Amy Freeze, and I just thought she was awesome, and she was really talented, and so I ended up wanting to intern with her, and she and I did, and so. Oh. Um, you know, that kind of was part of the reason why I think I went into what I went into because I really enjoyed, you know, doing it. That's awesome. Does she still do it to this? Yeah, no, she, she works at ABC in New York. Oh, cool. oh wow. Yeah. Big market. Yeah, no, she, she does it very well. You know who Mr. G is? Mr. G. Weather, Mr. G. <laughs> New York City. Mr. G? Yeah. Who's Mr. Wait, G? I'm making this up? <laughs> I, I kind of thought so. Oh, I forget it. Mr. G, what, what's his, is that his know, name? That's what he called himself, Mr. G. Mr. G. Yeah. Is New it York City? New York City? Yeah. New, Mr. G. Yeah, he's like, hey, time for your weather with Mr. G. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, dude. Is you want some coffee or you want me to just get right to the weather? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, gosh. Are you from New York? Yeah, you're from New York, aren't you? I might be. Yeah, you definitely are, I can tell. Are there, uh... Mm. Uh oh, second one's open. Oh, I actually like this si side note. The pearl snap's good. Is it better? I think I think so. It's just a little. It's a little calmer. The the orange citrus. I love it. It's good. It's a little. I wouldn't have like three of these though. You know the citrus. The what, what's this one called? The blood. It's more blood work orange. But I could have three pearl snaps. Yeah, one yeah. blood work is great. Yeah. Yeah. And then move on. Then move to Pearl Snap or Lone Star, whichever you prefer. Yeah. Do you? Uh, are there any great 
meteorologist names other than Miss Freeze that you've heard? Yeah, there's um, Dallas Rains. No. Who's in L.A. Okay. I, don't, I don't know if that's real, though. I honestly Come don't know on. if that's real. I know Amy Freeze is real. Like, I know that's a real name. So are, are, is it, she have a husband? Uh, I'm not sure about her, like, actual. No, I'm not sure. Because be, you know, her husband's name would be Mr. Freeze. Her dad's name is Mr. Freeze. Oh, oh, oh yeah. gosh. Amy Freeze, oh, Dallas Rains, Nathan Gogo. Yeah. Gogo's not as weather-oriented, but what? it works. It doesn't matter. Soon, soon enough. Is there, like, a stormy... McWind or something? <laughs> I thought you were going to Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some, <laughs> but I can't. I know Amy Freeze, Dallas Rains. I'm sure there's like rainy. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to research and get back to you on this. Do you have a nickname at your uh, place of work? Do your coworkers call you something? Many call me Go-Go. Oh. Yeah. The straight up last name. Yeah, which is funny. I mean, that's how most people call me growing up. But it's funny because, like, of course, my entire family's last name's Gogo. So, and every one of their friends would call them Gogo. So they would come to our door and be like, "Hey, is Gogo home?" And be like, uh, "Well, there's like eight one? of us. So <laughs> which one?" It's great. So, final, I guess, bigger question is just what's what's the end game? What is your you know ten twenty years from now? What do you think? What do you see Ooh, for yourself? Yeah. Uh, is Austin the last stop? I don't know. I mean, Austin is, is, you know, I'll say going here, coming here, that was never my intention because, um, I mean, I knew I liked Austin, but I think at a certain point it does get old moving. I mean, you, I've been yeah. here now for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I wasn't going to stay in Waco or Hastings, Nebraska, but like this was the first place that I've really kind of called home. And I feel like when I do come back from Chicago, even like I do feel like I'm coming home. So, um, I don't know if it's the last stop for me, but, um, if the next stop does come, it would have to be a great opportunity because, um, this is the first time where I feel like I have something to lose. You know what I mean? By leaving, I don't want to leave and feel, have any regret. Whereas when I was in Waco, it's like, oh, I can go anywhere, you know? It wasn't as... Is, as there, is there, like, mm. an end game to being a meteorologist, or is it just being a meteorologist in a place that you really love and, you know... Yeah, I mean, I think, it, I think I'll do it until I feel like I'm not growing. And that's how I feel with about anything. Like, if I, if I get to a point where I'm like, this, this, I don't feel like I have anything I'm working towards or, or working mm. up to preach then um, then I'll move on and try to, to do something else but um, yes yeah so that's yeah. how I that. that's, yeah. if you're not growing you're dying so oh that's Tony Robbins that's I like Tony it Robbins. I like it so love that you say that awesome well, thank you so much for of course for joining us thanks for having me <laughs> great thanks for the beer I, I seriously feel like I have a whole new insight on Weather. World. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, lastly, what's the weather forecast for the rest of the week? <laughs> oh, you son of a Oh, I knew this was coming. No. Um, so, this is probably not going to air today. So, Friday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> you must give me, let, me, let me hear it like you would be. Oh, on goodness. Air. All Come right. On. Um, well, there's uh, storms rolling through today, a high chance of rain, but strong storms with. High winds, damaging hail, perhaps, and even some flash flooding. We have a flash flood watch through this evening. A severe thunderstorm watch till 7 o'clock tonight. But once we get this out of here, we'll have clearing skies late tonight and for tomorrow. A lot of sunshine. I mean, tomorrow is going to be fantastic. 
temperatures in the 80s, easy to take, a lot of sun, and that will happen through the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, we'll see a lot of sun, and at least when we get the rain, we're getting it during the week, and the weekend oh, yeah. is so the time Friday, to enjoy I'm good it. So golf round. You're good. I You're great. Golf round on, up. on Friday. Yeah. How about San Antonio? Is that clear? Because I'm golfing. Yeah, you'll be good. Friday, right. Saturday. It'll be a little bit breezy this weekend, but not just enough to, to make it interesting golfing. Okay, keep it low. Keep the golf ball low. Yeah, okay. Any insight awesome. on May 18th yet? <laughs> no insight on that. Typically, though, 20, May. 20 days out. Late May is usually the, the wettest time of the year here. Late May. Yeah, late well, May is usually the... Oh, yeah, the Memorial Day floods. Yeah, like every time, like Memorial Day, we are not allowed to take off. Like, if there's a vacation, like, unless something emergency happens, we are, wow. we have to be here late May. Because every time Memorial Day or Memorial Weekend is, yeah. something crazy weather is going to be happening. Usually, like, every time. So, huh. that's it. that's the busiest time of the year. And then two weeks after that, in mid-June, nothing. I mean, it's just summer. 99 yeah. degrees straight up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good to know. Well, thank you. And, and you, last thing yeah. I've kept said that three times. <laughs> you can forecast out to what? Two weeks? Three weeks? Where we? So you can see trends. I would say call them trends. Like two weeks out, and some seasons are easier than other. Like in summer, you could be pretty confident a week out. You know, because it's. But like when it's a fairly the most active times of year are typically in the spring and fall, mm-hmm. and those those are hard. I mean, a week out. I would look towards more like if we're already seeing if if it looks sunny, there's probably a good chance that it'll be pretty quiet. Not always like a week out, but typically you look at patterns more, weather patterns. We do, I should say, and not so much fine details. Like you're not going to be like, okay, is it going to be, you know, if we put 80, like there's still a decent chance it could go down to 75 or yeah. 85 or whatever. But uh, a, a few days out, pretty accurate, and we're kind of like refining details, especially when like a storm system like this happens. But like a week out, you're looking at more, what's the weather pattern looking like? Mm. Is it going to be active or quiet? And then two weeks out, yeah, I mean, it's even more so. You're looking at kind of general trends and nothing that I would necessarily set in stone by any means. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, guys. Greg's favorite time. I know you've been... Shaking in your seats waiting for this part here. What's, I'm excited. It's time for this week's Weekly Brew. 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 brew, brew. <laughs> what is the Weekly Brew, Greg? No, so, what is what, what, what is, what is what, right, what you doing? Like, what the heck are these guys talking about? The Weekly Brew is the one of the many latest happenings in the city of Austin. We could go be out there. Development. Could, could oh, be. oh, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry, go I ahead. Just, I was just jumping in. Oh, I just get so excited. Will you get like your shorts you. on? <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, so you know, we scour the, the the web, high, low, everything in between to find the juiciest news story to deliver to y'all, uh, to your earbuds, uh, to keep you in the know. Isn't that right, guys? That's, that's right. That's right. And sometimes it's not even scouring the web. It's just from our network, you know, from, from what we're hearing in the real estate world. But tell us, what is this week's Weekly Brew? During June of this year, 2019, South Austin is getting a monster building at 32,000 square feet. That's going to combine medical technology startups, laboratories, and training. So have you all ever heard of WeWork, guys? Yes. Right, co-working space. You can rent a spot. You can collaborate with other uh, businesses and put your minds together. Well, this is the same exact thing, but it's geared towards medical 
professionals to help them get their businesses up and running and off the ground. But the coolest part about it, I found, is that they're going to have mock surgery rooms. They're going to have labs there. It's going to be really high-tech and state-of-the-art to kind of combine real life with practice. If that makes sense. I've never heard of something like this. Is this a new thing, a new concept? It's, or it's, it's brand new. It's brand new. Where is it going? Yeah. Do you know? Um, it's going right on off oh, St. Elmo. South Austin. St. Elmo, yeah. Wow. In South Austin. So it's going to have a, a place to park an ambulance. They're going to be running drills for like getting fake people off the ambulance and into the hospital room uh, to test out their, their mm-hmm. concepts and ideas. So is it actually a place of business as well? They hold their businesses, or is it more so just like a training facility almost? It, oh, you know, I, tough to say. I would imagine that they, man, what, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. Oh, maybe Nothing we'll give it. an update on the weekly. Stuff. That's really cool. Yeah. Different from any weekly brew we've had. We'll before. put a link oh. to this site Yeah. yeah. in our podcast description. And let you interpret that. I just want to know what you guys think about this idea. Do you think it's going to actually help people in the medical industry uh, grow their business? Or do you think it's like a, a, a wacky idea that's not necessary? What well, it sounds think? like absolutely. I mean, to have state-of-the-art technology. Mm-hmm. There's a reason they did it. Yeah. There's a reason they're building 32,000 square feet. That's a monster. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. So, also, like, there's a trend here. Every single weekly brew we've had for the last, what, four to five weeks has been a big growth, old freaking building. massive growth yeah. of a major company or an area. What does that say about the real estate market in Austin, Texas? The KVU ratings are going up. More <laughs> people are going to be tuning in. That's what it says. It's good for all of us. Awesome. Well, that's well, all for our weekly brew. John, take it from here. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed some insights from Austin's favorite weatherman, Be on the lookout for our next interview with the GM of Eberly, one of Austin's fine dining and bar scenes right Mm. off popular South Lamar Boulevard. Mm. Have you ever been to Eberly, anyone? I haven't, but I've only heard great things. Oh, it's awesome. And they have this, like, super badass old bar. Mm. It was transported here from New York. I've heard it was about $700,000 for this bar, and it's, like, you know, Floor to ceiling, really cool. Seven hundred. It's like a hundred year old bar. You're gonna have to sell a lot of cocktails to pay that off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's pretty badass. Anyway, we got the GM coming in for next week's. Um, Of course, remember to subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us that five star rating if we deserve it, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX, and follow Nathan Gogo at Nathan Gogo. That's it, right? That's it, Nathan.gogo. Yeah. Nathan.gogo. There's a, there's a very important dot in there. <laughs> you need that dot. But uh, if you look up Nathan.gogo, I'm sure you'll find it. Thanks, guys. Stay dry. It's wet out there today. And stay, stay hydrated. Dry. Stay hydrated. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.